Just having uh, phone issues to get through to Lani Daniels, actually. Um, so Joey's just going to try. Oh, look, he's an expert, Joey. He's just such a marketable young man, so multiple skilled. So he's feverishly on his phone doing emails, texts, WhatsApps, all of that. Um, some text messages. Uh, I, we always get Dino rang up about the referees and Aussies getting appointed to New Zealand derbies when, you know, I personally, personally, I think Ben O'Keefe's the best referee in the Southern Hemisphere. Wayne Barnes is a wonderful referee. I've got over that forward pass. I think he's a wonderful referee. And then I think there's a bit of a gap back to the next. Uh, Mikey says, Staffy, I completely agree with Dino. I thought the refing in the Canes-Blues game was terrible for both sides. I cannot for the life of un- life of me understand what the touch judge does except for run down the sideline waving a pretty flag. And Kenzie Staffy, I think Dean from down there must be on the silly water. See? Completely opposite opinions. Check the super table, and I really rate that Angus Gardner. He'd be in the top five refs in the world. Cheers. Ken, <clears throat> I'm always a little bit clouded by the referees. Um, I've been lucky enough to, in my previous job to meet a lot of the referees, and to a man, they're great people. Like, you have to have a thick skin to be a referee. No doubt about that. Um, Angus Gardner probably is the one, because I used to be sidelined before rugby games and stuff, and he'd be doing his all, but he'd run over, shake my hand, say, g'day, how has your week been? He's just such a nice, personable bloke, is Gus. And so I always struggle to criticise nice people. And I've always also said that refs don't go out to intentionally make mistakes, intentionally do that stuff. Just on refereeing, or sort of on refereeing as well. Another dean from New Plymouth said, there's a guy from the Reds with a broken neck after the Highlanders game. Since then, there's been radio silence. Is that because there's an all-black involved? I did see a story saying that tackle. Now, was it, um, just trying to remember the name, uh, Macaleo, Andy Macaleo. He went low, no arms. Frizzell went high. Not a lot of arms there either. Uh, Frizzell, when I say he went high, he was crouched quite low as well. Uh, I saw the judiciary did have a look at it. The TMO did have a look at it as well. Um, the judiciary has said um, not nothing to see here, but it was an unavoidable, just trying to remember their words, unavoidable rugby collision. But they did say that any hot head contact, almost for any reason at the World Cup, that would have been yellow card. Bang. Gone. And here's my issue. Why are there variations for Super Rugby and World Cups? Isn't a rule a rule? Isn't an interpretation an interpretation? It's like saying cricket in India is 22-yard pitch. Cricket in New Zealand is a 21-yard pitch with four stumps, but three stumps in Pakistan. Rules are rules. And I, I don't mind when they have experimental laws, like they've experimented in uh, – they experimented some rules in NPC a few – what were they called? The They had a nickname for them, Elfs. They were called the ELFs, and I can't remember what the ELF stood for. I don't mind them trialling within a competition, but Super Rugby is just a small step under, well, big step, but it is one step below international rugby. So they should be operating under the same rules. And I remember, was it last year? Quite often you go, we play all our rugby in the Southern Hemisphere, we go on a Northern Hemisphere tour, and in between the end of our 
southern season and before we go north. They have to have these training camps on law interpretations because they're different in the northern hemisphere. Same tennis rules, north and south. Same football rules, same everything rules, and I've never really got my head around why they do that. Experimental things in the Curry Cup or the NPC or the Heartland Championship or 1A, but announce it, we're trialling these things. The 20-minute red card, they trialled that in some competition and now it's brought in, but I've never got my head around why they have these, these two different approaches and interpretations. In fact, the headline said something like that Frizzell tackle would have been yellow minimum and potentially red at the World Cup. Like, like, it's weird to have two different ways of officiating contact. Not having any luck with Lani Daniels. Uh, we will keep trying, we'll try and keep trying. We haven't got much time left out. Um, from Leanne and Palmerston North. Love it when Liam from Palmy texts in. Uh, great Yvette McCaws and Jerry chat. She will be missed. But she has started so much good things with the younger players, Leanne Palmy. And the other, it was a double barrel actually, because Fran Scully, who operates in the shadows, she's been the CEO of the Pulse. She stood down at the same time. So new CEO of the Pulse, uh, new head coach of the Pulse. Interestingly enough, uh, Fran Scully's going to be CEO of the Special Olympics. The previous CEO of the Pulse, Carolyn Young, another wonderful woman, um, she went to the Special Olympics. So she's been there five years. She's finishing up. Francoli's been Pulse five years. She's going to Special Olympics. There's a good little pathway. But um, it's run really, really well. And one thing I will say about uh, Wellington Sport, and soon we're going to hear from Troy McLean, who's the head coach of the Saints. They really... There's really good support for the local teams like the Saints and like the Pulse. Yep, Wellington Rugby um, don't get the crowds into the stadiums, but no, not the only rugby team that's suffering that at the moment. But um, yeah, their basketball teams, their netball teams, cricket teams, the Blaze, they all get really good local support. I spent a long time in Wellington and you know I love being in and around those those smaller sports that don't play in the massive massive stadiums um, we will take our last break this hour I think we will no joy with Lani we'll, maybe we'll try and get her again tomorrow because um, I'd love to give her give her some air time uh, in short she she won the IBF heavyweight title women's title against a fellow New Zealander in fact I think it was the first ever world title fight between a Pacific Islander and a Māori. So breaking breaking records all over the place. Staffy, if you look at the Super Rugby table, the Reds cannot go any further up. However, they could let Fiji beat them and knock the Highlanders out of eighth. Your thoughts, please. <laughs> I love those conspiracy theories. Oh, they could let Fiji beat them and knock the Highlanders out of the eight. Brian, I love it. No comment. No comment because they have a public voice. 